What's up, everybody? Good morning. Hope you're having a great morning. This is the show that's on in the morning. If you didn't know, everybody knows. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Uh, We've got a very interesting show here for you today. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a special announcement for the Florida Man Games. That's exciting. Announcements coming week by week here, which is great. We have got some commissioner drama. Yeah, what's that about? Oh, boy, a lot going on at the county commission. Everybody's suing each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, Everybody's my. suing each other. It's crazy. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> well, especially our leaders. Right. Especially our leaders, man. But uh, house divided, I guess, out there at the county commission. So we will talk a little bit about that. Let's see what else we got. Oh, we'll talk a little bit about Serenata Beach Club. Oh, that was messy yesterday. There's a lot going on there, right? Right. And I'm sure there is a fuller story than even most people know. Yeah, that's that's kind of, as I'm reading the information and stuff, I was like, what's the real stuff? Right. Right. Receipts. Yeah. Online. Proof. (laughs) That's big in pop culture right now, those three words. (laughs) (laughs) Heather Gay from... (laughs) Uh, So we will talk about Serenata Beach Club. Uh, Full disclosure, we don't know what the hell's going on with them either. (laughs) No, I'm reading it and I'm still like... (laughs) It's very messy. There's a lot to uncover there. There's a lot to uncover. There's a lot of money there's investors. There's just a lot happening out there. There's people who have paid dues that are just like, oh, what do I do? Mm-hmm. People that own condos. Yeah. What does that mean? There was a lot very vague in that letter yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then we'll talk about uh, city closures. Oh, great. And Florida Department of Transportation. Perfect. <laughs> Just a hot topic kind of a day. Here. Just a lot, man. We got a huge music list, of course. It is the day for that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it's very close. <laughs> very close. I think I'm I think I will never mess that up again. Ever? Never. Name it and claim it. Let's manifest yeah, the greatness. Never. Let's do it. I think I am past that, man. Yes. It's 28-year record, I believe, right now. So was I not at 30? Did I not get you to You were just under 30. I oh. have it written down here. Yeah, I think it was 28. What yes. am I at now? Three? You're at three. <laughs> okay. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. All right. Let's get into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. We will start with the world-famous The Florida Man Games, presented by Flowgrown. You can challenge your friends in the Florida Sumo, the Log Slammer, the 70-foot obstacle course out there, or the Mechanical Gator. Mechanical Gator. I'm going out to try that Mechanical Gator. You know I was supposed to do that this week, but the storm kind of messed us up. Of course. Of course. On the day that I was going to go out and mess around with a Mechanical Alligator. Oh, is that a sign? <laughs> what are we supposed to take? How <laughs> are we supposed to take that? No, that's not a sign. Ooh. It's going to be there. Okay. Damn it. Good. <laughs> Along with uh, just some great stuff all day long, man. It's going to be a day of wildness and weirdness and muddiness and... A lot of ness. ness. A lot of ness. Just how we a like it. A lot of nissness. There's going to be a lot of nissness there. Yeah. yeah. Confirming. 28. Yes, I did take a picture. Oh, look at that. Okay. <laughs> yes. 28. Great. 28. Thank we you. We got that. Um, big shout out to our local sponsors as well. Ripley's Atlantic Marine, Power Sports, SDA, Prohibition Kitchen, and uh, our friends at Amp Hardcore Gym. If you're going to get a gym membership, buy a ticket to the Florida Man Games and you get a free gym membership. Absolutely. If you are training for the Florida Man Games, you get an even longer free gym membership. Make sure you get all trained up for this thing, man. Great gym. So, our local team, Hanky Spanky, you've got free gym memberships out there, all of you guys. <laughs> you better go. So, get out there and train. You know, sometimes training for the Florida Man Games is just drinking more beers than usual, honestly. That could be true. Yeah. It could be working out or drinking more. 
Not at the same time, but <laughs> no. separate no, times. No, that, that's you, a yeah. recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah. yes. When you spill on the treadmill. I mean, there are cup holders there. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't understand why they're there if you can't have a beer. <laughs> I have taken several shots of tequila on the bike, and I'm going to tell you right now, not a good not idea. The way to go. No, not the way to not go. Not the way to go. Not a good form. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> in my younger days, I would I would play and have a couple of drinks. Right now. Yeah. Just yeah. to get a little loosey-goosey. Yeah. It's just not the move right now. You just yeah. can't do it. No. Yeah, I threw up can't at home do plate it past one. a certain age. Yeah. I threw up at home plate one time. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Drinking? Home yeah. run. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was too long a break in between games. <laughs> Clean up on aisle. And too much shots. <laughs> yeah. Catcher was not happy. <laughs> no. No, I guess. Not happy. No. I covered it up with dirt. You didn't yeah, catch it? Yeah, well, he still had to smell it the rest of the yeah. game. That's the problem. Yeah. The dirt doesn't do much for that. <laughs> Uh, so go to the FloridaManGames.com. We will have our announcement up there today on our next famous Florida Man. Perfect. This was great. Actually, I can probably get that out of the way now on the show. Mm. I guess this isn't the official announcement, but it's the day we can make it, we can tell people about it. Well, I'm really ready. So, like, yeah. yeah. So this is the official announcement, I guess, for our friends here on the 904 Now. All and right. the rest of the world will get the official announcement on our Instagram page. The Florida Man, at the Florida Man Games. But so I am very excited to announce someone who's somewhat local. Someone who is a legendary Florida Man, Davey actually. <laughs> Do what? Davey Hartzell. Of course. Well, Davey Hartzell, a legendary Florida Man, sure. Will yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troy, you're kind of a legendary Florida Man as well. Absolutely. Yeah. But this guy went mega viral for what he did uh, during a hurricane a few years ago. Oh. I'm sure you guys all remember. I think, I want to say it was around 2016, 2018, maybe. But uh, Lane Pittman. Lane Pittman? Lane Pittman, Jacksonville guy. A lot of people may not know. Well, some people may not know the name. A lot of people do. Because when when we posed the question, like, what do you think of when you think of Florida Man? So many people answered Lane Pittman. He is the guy who went out there in, like, uh, uh Short shorts and a, and a with the American flag and was head banging in the middle of the hurricane. Yeah, oh, you yeah. guys remember the picture of that guy, Can right? I see yeah, him? Yes. yeah, yes. So he is the hurricane slayer himself. Awesome. Lane Pittman is going to be out there, and what's he going to be doing? Well, of course, he's going to be singing our national anthem. Hey, oh. that's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's going to be great. He will also be. Competing in the Florida Man Games, oh, hey, front okay. and center, really. Yep. We have got one of the most. What's his team name, or does he have one? He's, oh, he's well, not revealing that. Yeah, okay. not revealing okay. that. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I want to, yeah, isolate him. Yeah, but so we will have a genuine, bona fide Florida Man with his team there at the Florida Man Games, and also participating by singing the national anthem. I hear he does a really. Awesome rendition of the gonna, national anthem. I was going to ask, have we even heard him sing? I mean, we're not. Talking. I don't even need to. Yeah. Don't even need to. Yep. He headbanged with an American flag in the middle of a hurricane. That's good enough for me. I don't All want about passion. I, I don't want a Roseanne Barr situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm it's sorry. the Florida Man Games, Troy. Yeah. Should I bring the auto tune? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> no, he's got a band. He actually oh, has a band. Oh, he's oh, in a band. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Okay. Plays guitar. Okay. Okay. He rocks right. out, man. So he rocks well. out, man. So excited, very, very excited uh, to have Lane Pittman in mm-hmm. there at the Florida Man Games. And the One odds of the in, most notable Florida man. Kenny, Kenny, I was just about to say the odds in Vegas put him in the as the front runner in the mullet contest. Oh, uh, doesn't I? 
doesn't really, it kind of has long hair, but I don't know if it's technically a mullet. Oh, if you got uh, long hair, you can make it a mullet. In a I day. guess you can. You yeah, can make it true. A mullet. True. And party in the back, right? Can, That's the only rules, right? You can make it a mullet in a day. I got to tell you, you put out a great tease on his Instagram a couple of days ago. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw the I video we were posted yes. to the Florida Man Games, but uh, yeah, it's actually it really great. super cool. Yeah. yeah, it was filmed very, very well. Very well. It looks like a movie trailer, <laughs> right? I mean, it really does, man. <laughs> Apparently, he's a great videographer too. You know who told me he was a great videographer was Chris She has worked with him before on video really? projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, awesome. Very cool. So excited to have Lane Pittman, OMG, it's Wix. And more that we're going to tell you about next and week. And more. And more. Not Mandy Moore. Um, although man. I believe she is from Orlando. I want candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very, very exciting. We'll make that official announcement on the Instagram page a little bit later. So there you go. I'm, I'm pumped about that. Uh, also pumped about our friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln. They're going to have a bunch of big trucks out there for you to check out. They brought a beautiful Bronco out there to Jimmy Jam. It was the red one, right? Yeah, that was awesome. Looking. I was driving next to it out on the road uh, coming in, and I couldn't, I couldn't tell at first. I thought it was one of the classic Broncos. Yeah, had a great like it was uh, a little bit cherry more red paint job. Right? Was yeah. a little bit bigger. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked awesome, <clears throat> but it looked beautiful, man. That was the best looking Bronco I think I've ever seen. Truth. Great with the white pinstripe and the white top on mm-hmm. it. Beautiful looking vehicle. So they're going to have some great uh, trucks out there for you to check out and experience. And uh, yeah, they've been here for 75 years. You got to check them out. New pre-owned vehicles. They got them all down there. You can grab a signature burger at Ford's Garage while you're there. They've got the home delivery. If you want to just do all your stuff online from Bozard Ford Lincoln, you can. And they'll just bring it out to you when you buy it. You just never have to see the dealership if you don't want to. I always say it. I'm a dealership guy. I want to go there. I want to touch it. I want to experience it. But not everybody has to do that. Mm. Kick the tires. Kick the tires a little bit. Got to kick tires. Hook a trailer up to it and drag a trailer around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Next next bollocks. Why do we kick the tires? (laughs) Bozard Ford Ford Lincoln, your family's their family, and they're driven to inspire. Yep. Also, shouts to Fidus Roofing, Great Expectations, Realty and Auction, Chiba Hut Toasted Sub, St. Augie's Pizza, BHF Insurance, Amara Med Spa, Griffin Service, Chris Lucero, Bail Bonds, and Willow and Maine, who we'll talk about a little bit later. But first, good morning, Troy. Good morning, Davey. Good morning, Clay. How you guys doing? Hey, happy... Friday. There Weekend. it is. It is officially Friday. It's not officially Friday until Troy tells us the day. Very nice. Until Davey confirms it. There it is. Judge in the jury. Clay, how you doing back there, man? I'm all right. I slept like an adult last night. Hey, hey. that's hey. good. Adult sleeps the best. Adult what time sleep. did you go to sleep, Clay? Uh, probably like 11, and I woke up at 2. Oh, oh that's, that's not, not adult. That's Are you kidding me? That's like, like middle adult. school. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not. Well, I mean, what's that's the sleeping like a baby waking up angry. It's, well, I thought they say sleep a like a baby when you sleep good, you know. Uh, well, yeah, but Actually, that's no, not that's, oh, that's, that's just well, bad saying. Yeah. That is sleeping like a baby, though. Sleeping Babies, like that's a, a baby sleep schedule. Yeah, right you there. wake up hungry and you peed your pants. Right. Okay, and I slept like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the rubber sheets. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Correction. How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well, sir. I slept about as well as I normally do. Mike Davis not texted amazing. me at 5.30. In the morning? Yes. Does Mike even know you? I, he knows I wake up at 6.30. He texted me at 5.30. He texted mm. me and Ellen at the same time in a group 
text. Good. Oh. He's starting he the respond, day. He responded to a text from like 8 o'clock last night, oh. which probably means he was asleep. He was asleep at 8 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'll wake them up too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wake Prank. He's so angry about the show last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a little heated last night. I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't it see that uncommon, one. Yeah. I think Bobby even dusted off his old uncommon ground cap. You yeah, know, he did. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, he was wearing it during yeah. the show. Boy, that was a heck of a hat. Yeah. No, the heck of a hat. <laughs> red, white, and blue. <laughs> Very red, white, and blue. Patriotical. Stars all over there, man. A lot of stitching. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into it, guys. Question of the day, Troy. That's where we will start. All right. Uh, question of the day is, what should you pay for lunch, including tip? So, like, what's mm. a, what do you think is, like, a fair amount to pay Boy, that's tough these days, mm-hmm. and especially because it depends on what you want. If you just want to eat crap, right? Then like twelve bucks. Mm. If you want to eat something that's halfway decent and halfway decent for you, I mean, you're probably spending thirty five bucks on one meal. Right. If you're going to a restaurant, if you're going down to, to a sit down restaurant, well, yeah, but that's the cost now. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot order a plate of something for less than. Sixteen ninety nine, right? For less than so that seems like the bottom bottom line on the prices now. Yeah. But then you get something a little nicer and you get a drink in there and you get a side and you're you're out there at thirty five bucks. That's why you gotta go water. water. Water water oh, I do. I still water I do saves water. You three bucks right off the bat. Water I, saves I, you, I do yeah. water. And and I'll still end up paying thirty five bucks for lunch sometimes. It's insane. Yeah, I was gonna go twenty five is like the median, I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because we're not <clears throat> drinking booze unless unless you're like, you know. I don't know. Unless it's a special lunch, I should say. Yeah. But yeah, no, 25, I feel like that's my median. Okay. Yeah. Sticking to it. Yeah, I'd probably say 25, if you, okay. especially if you add in the going out stuff. Yeah. I was doing meal preps for a while, and it was like 10 bucks a meal. Yeah, yeah I'm doing perfect. that now. I'm doing one of those now. Nice. Did the factor thing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. They're really good. I've been eating those for all week. That's yeah. been my meals all week. It, and, and I feel like such a cheap ass right now because my, my number's like $18, $15 for the lunch and $3 for the tip. And I feel Where? Like a, I feel like a cheap ass. <laughs> yeah, where you go? Oh, Taco <laughs> Bell quality. Oh, God, Lord. <laughs> See, that's the, yeah. Are you tipping at Taco Bell? That's an interesting move. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Choice, the, just making it rain right. through the drive through window. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I get great service. No, I, I mean, that's. I, I think my meal's about $15 and $3 for. For tip, okay, so. yeah, yeah. And so yeah, when I go out, it's like twenty bucks a meal and then five bucks tip or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to like think. Black Molly was probably the last lunch I went to, and that was about mm. yeah, it was about twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. You can you just can't get out of there yeah. with a with a good lunch for less than twenty bucks. And that's how you can save money because I eat out way too much. <clears throat> yeah, you know? yeah. I eat out way too much. I, 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 that's that's how you got to save money. Is like when you're eating out, you're just. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 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 Like I, I don't cook, mm-hmm. so it's like I I gotta get my meals somewhere else, and that's why that's why I did the whole delivered to your house thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, you, you can eat at Augie's for lunch uh, for under eighteen dollars. Solid. Yes, you yeah. can. Yes, you can. Still, it's a great. It's a great. Yep. Yeah. He was at uh, Ford's Garage yesterday. I asked him. Uh, he hasn't answered me yet. If he got the nine hundred four now burger. Uh, we now go back to you, Troy, for a quick check of the weather. Drizzly. That quick check of the weather brought to you by Great Expectations Realty and Auction. They can sell your home, your business, and everything in it. Check them out at geauction.com, gerealty.us. We now go to Clay Blaster for our morning traffic report. Clay. 
And that's right. And we got to look at the roadways. Okay, there we go. Again, very desolate this morning on 95. People are still sleeping, I guess. I guess so, man. Because it's drizzly. Drizzly. It's drizzly. Drizzly conditions on the weather cam. Huh. The cam. Uh, here's the overlook here. We got, there's a... Just two police in town, and they're right by where <laughs> we drove by. We need yeah. more police than two. Yeah. Yeah. What are uh, we doing? Okay, there's one back in this neighborhood, too. No, okay. Oh, oh, oh lots of police. Lot Look of at that. Wow. When you zoom in, lots of police. Well, they're, they're right next to the gas station that's <laughs> never opening. Dude, that gas station is ridiculous. <laughs> Which gas station is that? Right what are you there, talking US about? One. The gate right here. The gate. The one oh, right there. It's got, right. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait till it's open. And I've been saying that for a right. year. I forget about that. I don't even see it anymore. Like, I don't even notice it. I just can't wait for the by. convenience when it finally does open. Right. Yeah. yeah, so we don't have to go all the way down there to the Circle K or whatever it is. Looks mm-hmm. like there's a neighborhood here. Oh, Crookshank Elementary again. Okay. Yeah. We need like a roundabout there, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it, Clay. Stop it. Oh, actually, there's a roundabout here, and that's not working either. No. Wow. We got a look. Well, that's a, that looks like a cul-de-sac. Whispering Circle. Yeah. Whisper- oh, it just oh Whispering Circle. That's the apartments. That's Whispering Woods. Cleared up live on air there. Yeah. <laughs> Osceola drop off, yeah. Oh, now we got King Street. <laughs> All right. Yeah, a little busy down there. A little, there's that's a train nice. recently, so maybe that has to do with uh, some of that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Good that deal. Much that. Thank you, Clay, for the morning traffic report. Much appreciated. Um, brought to us by Amara Med Spa. If you are tired, it is showing on your skin. You need a revival. Look no further than Amara Med Spa. Their unmatched expertise and luxurious ambiance sets them apart and in a league of their own they provide personalized treatments and rejuvenating facials designed to bring back your youthful radiance no one in town comes close you have high standards and in amara so do they start your journey to a more beautiful and vibrant you at the amaramedspa.com oh all right where do we go first here this morning Let's. What do you guys want to talk about first? Never asked you guys that. What do you guys want to talk about? The commissioner. Commissioners, oh, okay, well. yeah, the commissioners one's the one that really kind of sparked my interest because I don't know exactly what's going on with it. Yeah, what happened? There's here? a lot going on. So you remember the censure a month or so ago of Commissioner Krista Keating Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, commissioners um, accused Joseph of uh, campaigning on the. What do you call it? The desk? I don't. You don't call it the desk. What do you call it? The dais. The dais, maybe. Dais, yeah. yeah. Campaigning from her seat on um, the county commission, right? I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it was a, a four to one vote for that, and the the county said they were going to hire uh, attorneys to look into this and see how legal this was, see if there were any laws violated. Now, Chris, Commissioner Krista Keating-Joseph has filed a federal lawsuit against her <laughs> fellow commissioners and state attorney R.J. Larizza. This action stems from a contentious incident, they say, during a public meeting last November. Wow, this was a couple months ago already? Jeez, <laughs> November. Where Commissioner Joseph... Um, made comments about unchecked development in the county while displaying a small American flag and a flyer about the county preliminary uh, election. Now, didn't didn't tell people to vote for her, so I don't know if that's... She basically showed a list of people and were like, these are people you can vote for that are not 
Uh, that's that's a, that sounds, like, it sounds like a violation of the Hatch Act. In my well, opinion. I don't know. I'm not an attorney, so Wait, that's why they the hired the attorney, act. right? The Hatch Act is uh, like if you're in a position <laughs> of power, you can't use that power to influence other people to vote uh, from that position. Like as Parks and Recreation Director, I couldn't uh, suggest people voting um, because it helped me get money, oh, money, for, Gives you money, money for my parks. Okay. Hmm. You know, it, oh, and, and so there's, there are certain, but certain, you can still sign a petition for like free. Yeah, you can or sign something. a petition. Okay. You, you can actually even endorse people and stuff like that, but you can't in an open forum at work say, Hey, like I couldn't go to uh Creeks athletic association, largest association, almost 50,000 people. I couldn't go there and give a speech for Sheriff Harwick. Got it. Makes sense mm-hmm. now. Okay, because it gives it, you leverage. Well, it, yeah, it, it benefits and it, it's it it gives an unfair advantage to the other uh, candidates too. Hatch Act. Okay, I learn yeah. something new every yeah. day. So, following the incident, the commission sought external legal opinions. Troy, can you shed any light on why they would have to go to an outside attorney? There's a county attorney, correct? Yeah, and and that's just because of the close proximity of working together. Um, you know, uh, the attorney. The attorney, uh, the county attorney works directly for the five commissioners. Mm-hmm. So he can't take a side one way or another. And okay. if there was a decision that had to be made, there could be conflict with that that could come back and create some backlash. So in, in this case, it's probably best uh, for the own safety of the county attorney uh, to, to not, you know, to step away from it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, that external opinion uh, concluded that Joseph's remarks could be considered criminal uh, election interference. That led to her censure by the commission I, I, uh, on December 5th. Okay. So there was, right. So there was an argument. The The incident happened, I guess, what, November uh, in November. Mm-hmm. They hired the attorney, they came back, and then they did the censure in December, I guess is how it reads here. I guess that's how that falls out. Yeah. yeah. Joseph's lawsuit responds to those actions, asserting that her First Amendment rights being infringed upon in this situation. She argues that the threat of criminal prosecution over her speech is an undue restriction on her political expression. Uh, In a detailed written response, St. John's County Board of County Commissioners uh, Chair Sarah Arnold defended the commission's stance. Arnold emphasized the importance of protecting First Amendment rights, but also uh, they say she uh, highlighted the uh, necessity. Boy, I'm great at reading this one. It's one of those mornings of maintaining civility and adhering to legal and ethical standards expected by public officials. Uh, She pointed out, uh, she pointed to the external legal analysis, suggesting that uh, Joseph's actions likely violated state law by using her official position to influence elections. Um, I will say, I don't know if it's the same thing, but a lot of people have pointed out that uh, other commissioners um, have gone on tours to try and convince people to vote for that one cent sales tax increase Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just like multi-area tours across the county uh, to do those things and recommended people voting for that one cent sales tax increase. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if that's a similar situation or if it's any different when you're telling people to vote for individuals rather than a bill or, or an ordinance or whatever you want to call that in that situation. But, um, yeah, a lot of drama, a lot of drama up there, man. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, the commission, the commission has 
clashed with Commissioner Joseph since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not in line with what they want to do politically, I don't think. And we've seen kind of the fracture in the local Republican Party here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, it seems like um, Commissioner Joseph yeah, she, is in one yeah, camp and the, the on rest of the commissioners are in yeah. the other. She's on one side, the other four in another. And, right. and uh, you know, it, it's... Um, yeah, no, I mean, and she kind of she kind of came. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, so, several several different times, and uh, you know, sometimes those um, more, and I don't want to use the radical because that's a negative word. Mm. Uh, the more against the grain type candidates can take power, uh, and you know, it, it's it's. You got to have some balance involved in it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, you know, her her campaign was very contentious about like the attack she had uh, on the previous commissioner and some of the other some of the people that are sitting in the state level, which could have cost us money. We fortunately got all the money we need. But I can tell you, yeah, it it it's definitely happened. People like having that uh, pushback. Yeah, know? and yeah. I, and I think it's good to question. Yeah, you still, absolutely. The civility of it still has to be in place. Um, you know, the, the pushback's fine. Every, every, everybody should hear both sides of the story. And I think she's definitely doing that uh, as her part. But, uh, you, you know, I think it's the civility side of it. And I think civility there, there, is a problem is, for both of these sides, there, honestly, yeah, in the county there commission. There is a line that you need to kind of stay. I mean, you know, I, I always say government works uh, at glacier speed, and that's because mm. we don't want them to get too far away from the center. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they get too far away from the center one way or the other, it kind of throws off the balance of what we have going on in our world. So it, it, it's, it's a balance, you know, definitely don't, I don't want her to lose her voice and her questioning and stuff like that. But there are certain guidelines when you sign up for the job, you, you need to follow those guidelines. You're, you're looked at as the person, uh, you know, who's expected to follow the guidelines or, or no one does. So, yeah, yeah, true. And it's just, it's very contentious on both sides. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, it's obvious that the other four commissioners do not like Chris Keating Joseph and, um, that she doesn't seem to like them either. So, so they're just taking it up. It just gets very personal. Down. Like, honestly, to be honest, watching some of these county commission mm-hmm. meetings where these two groups attack each other, mm-hmm. it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's honestly pathetic to hear, you know, um, yeah, the, to hear these sides like going this. at each other. Yeah. It's pathetic on 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 both sides. But honestly, it, it's a little more pathetic on on the four commissioners side, in my opinion, when you hear the, just their tones of voice talking to this woman who is also a county commissioner. Uh, it's disappointing. This is disappointing. There, and, also, and lots of people are going to disagree with me, but that's the yeah, way I, I see it. It's like it's very catty. It's very petty. Um, the way that the way that she's been treated well, in the beat since the beginning. You, I can tell you, you don't have the whole story. Well, and and that's, and that's, nobody has the full story, that's, right? That's why I give everybody kind of the benefit of where they're at. Well, both the reality both is the communication. It's just not a common ground there uh, at all. And yeah. uh, I, I, I'm just saying, from a purely outsider perspective, totally. if I even and know less than I do today, I would view it and say, "What's the problem here? What like? Mm-hmm. Why are th- these adults acting like this towards each other? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we should be able to just at least you want talk. Real, you want the real story? You can talk to staff because they get to see both sides. Yeah. constantly every single uh, every single day. Um, but I, I can tell you, there's there's more to it. It's more personal. 
in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I believe there was, it. There was, a, uh, you know, an accusation of a dog attack. Uh, All right, yeah, that's know, right. Dog I heard weighed, about the dog attack. The dog attack. weighed one pound. Yeah. Uh, did it attack somebody, though? No. Those things are vicious. No. It, it, did, it, it did poop on the commission floor, right? No. <laughs> that didn't happen either. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. you heard That's what from, I heard. You heard it from the, the person that's it, it's now... In That's federal, a heck of an accusation made yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't there for any of it. Yeah. I wasn't there. I have. We all have to rely on hearsay from both mm-hmm. parties in this situation. I can just say, if you're watching it, if you're a citizen watching in for the first time, uh, you're just thinking, these are our leaders, why can't they be civil to each other? Mm-hmm. And that's everybody. And that, and that's, that's everybody. The thing. Like, like, the argument, I, last night, Mike and I really got into it, but we respect both sides' opinion. Like, yeah. I still respect his, he still respects mine, and that's the way we've always been. Unfortunately, that's not the way our society is. You know, so you have a different opinion, then all of a sudden it becomes personal. Uh, you know, like you're not allowed to think that way because right. I think this way. <laughs> right, you're right, not allowed right. to think that way. Yeah. And that's that's the huge conflict that's happened in our entire world. It's so polarized uh, about that. And, you know, every, everyone has the right. That's why I said I don't want her to lose her voice, mm. you know, because I think the the opposite side is important. So you yeah. look at it. Yeah. From, you look at you look at it from both sides. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, there there's a level of civility that has to be in place, and both both sides need to take a step back and say, okay, I let's, agree. Let's, 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 let's figure this out. Let's regroup. We're running a one billion dollar company. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? And that's what that's what these five are doing, and, mm-hmm. and that's our money. Mm-hmm. So you know, take a step back, deep breaths. Do what you were there to vote it, voted to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this is going to be a very interesting election this year. You know, we've got yeah. elections in St. John's County this year. I I don't know how that county commission shakes out, man. You know, we got a lot of uh, a lot of folks getting in this race. A lot of folks that um, that I know are already in that mm-hmm. uh, are kind of on that. Joseph side of of things, mm-hmm. and that's kind of who comprises the most vocal side of the Republican Party here in St. John's County at this very moment. Yeah, so it's, it's it, it is definitely the squeaky wheel side. Yeah, I don't know if they have the numbers, but it is the squeaky wheel side. Yeah, well, it's interesting because that's kind of the Trump side, mm. you know, and and mm, yeah. I think it is. I think it is. That's what it seems like to me in talking to some of these folks. It seems like that's, and uh, and I don't know, DeSantis obviously is a guy who had a hand in uh, in getting a lot of those county commissioners out there on the board, a handful of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. It seems like yeah. the DeSantis-Trump no, thing was, is, is she was a, she clashing was a, at our she own was local a, level. She was against one of the good old boys, which was more of a Trump-DeSantis guy. Oh. Uh, hmm. And so, no, no, I, I wouldn't. It, it's it, like I said, I don't want to stifle her voice because I think it's important uh, to have that. But she was not, you know, uh, one of the the placements type situation. She, right. She she beat a candidate that had raised five times more money. Right. So she right, gets right. great respect for that and, and her campaign and what she did. But, uh, uh, yeah, she she's not the other group are more I would consider. Uh, involved in the older base Republican instead of the the new new face Republican the new uh, a scream from the rooftop Republicans. Mm. 
All right, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. The campaign, I have a feeling, is going to be nasty. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It is going to be rough. It's going to be interesting to see what they throw at uh, some of these people. And that one got pretty nasty with the flyers and the, the things that were accusations that were out there. Flyers, yeah, uh, yeah. No, there um, some, some of these flyers that politicians do boy, are just are so, so goofy. I remember know. one from a guy who lost a few years ago, but we—I I could never get enough of it. And he's—he, I—I don't know if he still works in Flagler or not. And, and Troy, you know who no, I'm talking he, no, about. He doesn't. The, there was a musket. Yeah, there was a musket <laughs> in one of these flyers, like an old school, don't like 1800s musket. Don't make me pee. Come on, he's musket. in one of these. Oh, pretty hilarious. Just, he was dressed. He, he was a he, he was a reenactor as Patrick Henry. Also, oh, okay. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was okay. a reenactor as Patrick Henry. Also, so in full Patrick Henry garb. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and he's a close friend, and I busted on him. So yeah, it hard. seems like a nice guy. I met him during that campaign when I was working for the yeah. radio station. Yeah, um, and he, he lost by seven votes to Waldron. Right, that was yeah. the Waldron. Yeah. Yes, he lost by man. Seven votes to I, I'm telling you, if he wasn't oh. dressed in that with the musket, well, he might have pulled that out. Right. Yes. Definitely I, lost him seven I votes. I for your seven seven votes. Exactly seven I am votes. Not going Amish on you. I'm going to vote uh, modern. Yes. Jeez, man. So <laughs> yeah, and, and Waldron was an underdog guy. I mean, that's you know that's the reason we have election days. I mean, he he was kind of an underdog guy running up against a lot of money, which you know. Okay, I can use Jerry's name. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry had a lot of money uh, and raised a lot of money and worked hard on that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so sometimes the underdog wins. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be, be interesting. interesting. Yeah. You so. guys think the national election is going to be interesting? Boy, this local yeah. stuff is going to get heated. Yeah, that's what I live for. I love yeah. it, and that's <sighs> the stuff that matters most. I mean this this is it our is. money. This is our money they're playing with. Yes, mm-hmm. our money and our lives and uh, our. Our area. This is the election that you're right, Troy. Impacts us the mm-hmm. very, very most. Yeah, city commission, city commissioners, and county commissioners are the people that control more than what we, you know. The argument we were having about the, you know, up, upcoming presidential election. It's it's very, very important. But the ones that are closest to us are more important. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I I totally agree. Um, and that's part of the reason we're here is to keep people up on that local stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Because uh, to me, it is definitely more important to focus on the, the local elections, man. Uh, okay, here's a really dicey situation with the Serenata Beach Club. Yeah. Um, and this has been going on for months. You guys remember a couple of months ago, um, they were there was a rumor circulating that they were shutting down after a particular week. I don't remember the exact date, um, but I actually went down there. Talk to a few people at the Serenata Beach Club. I think it was Labor Day. It was like something noted, something very important. Yeah, it was yeah. something like that. There was some sort of a holiday right. type party going on down there while we were there. And but a lot of people expected them to be closed after that day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people expected that was going to be um, their last day. And a lot of people were frustrated because they had paid dues. And there's there's members out there, and it is not cheap to be a member out there. No. It is not cheap at all uh-uh. to be a Serenata Beach yeah. Club member. There's an initiation fee and then there's an annual fee. Like 5K yeah. a year right. or something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, thousands it's like seven, and thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, and Serenata Beach Club, by the way, is out there in kind of that 
Pontevedra, Volano area yeah. around that big curve. It's that big, big part of that big hotel complex, they right? Moved, or that they moved big, A1A to build it. Right. That's right. Yeah. A1A had to kind of skirt around Serenata yeah. Beach Club. So went there and it was very interesting because at the end, uh, before I left, they had made an announcement that, oh, great, the funding came through. It's going to be okay. We've worked it all out. We're going to be able to keep going. It's going to be fine. So then this letter comes out yesterday. It came out just as we were ending our show. So mm-hmm. we didn't have time to, or, or people started leaking it yeah. just as we were well, ending our show. they sent it to their members in the middle of the night. Let's note that as well. Then they sent it to their members in the know. middle of the night. Right. Okay, so the people woke up to this letter. Right. People who paid a lot of money woke up to this letter. Um, so here is what the letter read. If you haven't seen it already, we posted it on our Facebook page, and I believe the Instagram page as well. Uh, it says, Dear Serenata members, it is with great sadness and disappointment that I type up this letter tonight. As is public knowledge, we were victims of a crime last year during the process of refinancing the club. We've been playing catch-up ever since, and it's not been easy. I've been repeatedly promised by leaders that they could quickly close with us only to be let down for one reason or another, losing uh, valuable time. Uh, Are somebody playing music out there? I don't know. Oh, we uh, have some guests in the lobby. Oh, would you mind asking yeah, yeah, them to I got you. just turn the volume down on that a little bit? Thank you. We can hear it in here in the studio. Um, I've repeatedly been promised by leaders. Our latest repositioning was supposed to be completed three weeks ago, and we continue to be promised that it is going to happen any day. Unfortunately, until that's finalized, it would be impossible to continue full-service club operations. Um, and I don't have the details on what that specifically is, but it, it, it seems like they were op- operating all right when I was there a couple of months ago. Uh, it goes on, I have intentionally not sent out membership renewals because I will not take money for future services from loyal members who have, been, uh, who have stuck by us through these trying times without the assurance we could provide the service and amenities that you have grown accustomed to. As I write this, I continue to work diligently towards a permanent uh, resolution that suits the needs of the amazing employees as well as you all. This is not to say that this may not happen in a matter of days or even hours, but it's not fair to the incredible staff to put them at risk of that not happening. Goes on to say, until we complete... This is a long letter. Mm-hmm. Until we complete the reorganizations process, we must temporarily cease all food and beverage operations. When we reopen, it will be because we can manage the operation properly for the foreseeable future. And uh, at that time, you can feel confident in paying your yearly renewals. They say, please know I am devastated to have to share this with you. I will not stop working to make this right. I will never forget the loyalty of those who have stuck with us through these trying times. The kind words of so many of you have, uh, that so many of you have sent to me mean more than you will ever know. Thank you all. Molly Butler. Now, there were rumors around there, and I don't know how true this is, that there was uh, uh, somebody who was in a high position out there who had maybe run off with some money. I can't confirm that at all, but that was the rumor that was flying when we were there that day. It seems like there was just a financial commitment, according to this letter, that has not been met, or a renovation commitment that just hasn't been met. Um, A lot of people did give kudos out to the Serenata Beach Club for putting out this very professional letter and letting people know, taking some accountability and just letting people know 
uh, what was happening. Uh, I guess it's a good thing that they're not taking any money from people right now. Go yeah, ahead, and, Troy. You and, want to say something? Yeah, and, and I'm 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 okay with the letter, and I understand and they get in hard places. And it, it I um, the way I understood it, there was supposed to be a closing, and then the closing didn't happen on you know the property being bought. Um, but I, like I said, that's all rumors. Also, where my thing is is, did they let the staff know? of the food and beverage? Did they let the people know at that level or did they find out the exact same time at 11, what did you say, 11.27 on PM? Right, 11.27 p.m. was 11, the letter. 11.27 p.m. Yeah. when it goes out. Like, these people might have been sh- ready to show up for lunch and this happens a lot in the restaurant world mm-hmm. where they show up for work and it's closed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've worked yep. in the restaurant world. <laughs> that happened past. to me at Quincy's. Yeah. When I was working at Quincy's, that's exactly what happened. You yeah. show up for work and everybody's gone. And that's so wrong. I mean, did did they give the the staff a chance to go find another uh, right. another situation yeah. that you can cuz these people have families and bills to pay. And that that's that's when I was reading that I was thinking about the staff like Damn, how'd they handle that? Yeah. You know, this this is easy to write this letter and still sound good and, and do the right thing on the letter. Right, but how but did they do? Did you actually yeah. do the right thing by your people? Hmm. So, and I don't know that answer. Right. So they might have, but I don't know that answer. And that's, yeah. as I was reading that, I was instantly going to the staff. So. And I will say when this happened to me at Quincy's, which is a much different, mm-hmm. almost night and day, actually, um, mm-hmm. restaurant scenario. But, uh, I mean, up until, you know, I remember the night before, I had just started like officially waiting tables out there at Quincy's. Yeah, you just got your promotion. <laughs> yes, I had just got my promotion. And, the, you know, the night before, I, I had got word that it was closing, so I knew, but I kind of wanted to test them. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was, uh, you know, I walked up to the management. I was like, man, I am loving doing this waiting tables thing. It's awesome. I made so much money. Thank you, guys. And I'm so looking forward to doing this continuing to do this. But you knew that it was done. I knew it was done. They hadn't told anybody officially, and they just kind of went with it. They're like, yeah, we're looking forward to having you waiting tables, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. you're doing great, and yes. you know, and then the next day, they were gone. Yeah. The next day, they were out in the parking lot selling off the remaining uh, yeast rolls. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, They were! They were literally out in the parking lot saying, we're selling off all the food! <laughs> we're getting out of here! You said yeast rolls. They're trying yeah. to flip I, some yeast rolls in the parking lot. They were! <laughs> I've, had, I've had two restaurants where I was doing trivia, Trivia is usually one of the busier nights. They literally will do trivia, and they close the next day because they knew they were going to make money that night. Right, right, right. And then be closed the next day, and then I'd have staff going, "Did you know?" I was like, "Oh no, I didn't know. I, I was right. planning on being there next yeah. week." You know, they didn't tell me anything because there is kind of that double-edged sword of you want to take care of your people, but you, you also know, yeah. right? But you also know that as soon as you put word out that it's closing. Half of your people are just going to quit. They're They're not going to come back. They're going to find something else. They're just not coming back, and you won't be able to finish out your last week or last couple of days. So uh, that is a tough spot to be in as an owner, manager, Mm -hmm. uh, in a situation like that. But, boy, I just think it's always better to be totally up front with people as much as you possibly can. I know you can't always let all the details fly, but you got to let people know that, hey, let's start looking for, just for you and your family, you might want to start looking for something else. Things aren't going good. Right, right. And you can tell things are a little different. You The managers are super stressed out and they're sweating all the time, but it's just, you can kind of tell. We kind of, we kind of knew that was coming. Yeah, the math is mathing. I mean, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, man. Let's jump into. Uh, we've got the Gas Buddy Gas Report here this morning. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, we got to tell you where you can get some good prices on gas. Feel free to drop that in the comments where you are seeing good prices uh, for gas. 
We're going to start with the Shell at 216 Ponce Leon Boulevard. They are at 298. The Sunoco at 450 South Ponce Leon Boulevard, 298. Uh, 146 King Street, our Shell there is at 302. The Owens at 780 South Ponce is at 302. The Mobile and Circle K. 800 South Ponce, 302 as well. We got the Shell at 2350 North Ponce Leon Boulevard at 306. The Gate on Mizell Road, 309. And your Circle K on 207 at 209. Excuse me for one second. I'm going to... This is distracting right. as hell. Have you... So, uh, hey, guys, can we please keep that down? Can we turn that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're... Right. So uh, Costco is at uh, 285. So thank you, Tim, for that. And uh, yeah, no, I mean the gas prices—they're not really jumping around a whole lot. No, they're not. No, they're, they're staying, staying, they're staying fairly yeah, steady. Right there, so. yeah, steady. Yeah. Which is fine. That's where you can budget for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's important because you gotta have. Everyone's gotta have gas. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's like a, groceries and gas are are the things that really you don't have a choice. You have you have to go to work. And you have to eat, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so I don't go to lunch because <laughs> yeah. I yeah. gotta pay for those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. It all Literally. piles up. Yeah. yeah, I'm like ramen and peanut butter and jelly. That's mm-hmm. pretty much. Not hate, yeah. no ham sandwich. <laughs> Can't well, if say. you get frustrated at how much the prices are going up and up and up, right? And you decide to steal. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> no, well, you're going to go to jail. Yeah, you got to. Um, hey, man, look, everybody makes bad decisions. We don't encourage you to steal. But if you do and you can get out of jail, Chris Lucero is going to get you out of jail. 24-7 available for you to provide fast and reliable bail services. Give them a call, 904-822-BAIL. Don't forget that number. Some of you need to tattoo it on your forehead. 904-822-BAIL. So write it backwards if you look in the mirror. If you right. need a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's it. Yep. You got it. Just put it on the forehead. Can't <laughs> you take a picture of it with the phone? Yeah. yeah. True. Look at the innovation coming out of your mouth. I love it. it. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Live music. People don't use mirrors anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they use no, they phone. don't. You use your phone. You really do. Yeah, true. I use, yeah, I use yeah. my FaceTime mirror. Uh, we have got live music mic check time. Joe Lee. We love Joe Lee at the Joe cellar Lee. upstairs at 1 o'clock. Heather Craig at Trade Winds at 1. We've got Ken Macy at the Mill Top at 4.30. Mark Hart, Trade Winds Lounge at 5. Dewey Via, the Fish House and Oyster Company at 5. West Register, Mellow Mushroom, 6 o'clock. Yale Dre and Zaza Flamenca at River and Fort at 6. The New Guys on the Dock, uh, Hurricane Patties at 6 o'clock. Connie Han, Connie Han, maybe yes. Han. Yes, huge, huge jazz star. Oh, that's this right. big time. That's right. Yeah. Shayla Moore, 7 o'clock tonight. Love it. Mason Jennings, Ponte Vedra Concert Hall at 7. The Space Heaters, Pierre's Pub at 7. Nick Simmons, Cafe 11 at 8 p.m. p.m. Heather Craig at Meehan's at 8. Live stream of Tradewinds bands happening at 8.30. And Trey Pierce. And the T-Stones, very talented folks. Yeah, I've heard them before. They've been at 90s Fest before. Great group. Catch them at Prohibition Kitchen tonight at 10 o'clock. Definitely don't miss out on that one if you can get yeah. down there. Yeah, they got some talented musicians in there. Very I talented, Trey, he, man. Trey won a Grammy or something with somebody. I can't right, exactly something like was, that. Yeah. yeah. Huh? T-Pain. 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 There you okay. go. What did he do uh, for T-Pain? Was he a producer? He, uh, yeah, he's like a producer, bass player kind of guy. Okay. He's a sick bass player, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. Big deal. And they really crank out some... Amazing music. Yeah. They really do. They do, and the guitarist does a really good Nickelback. So yeah. if you're a Nickelback uh-huh. fan, 
Is, it, is that the young young guy? Yeah, with long, long hair. hair. The guy's from Deland. He's from Deland. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a Deland guy. Oh, wow. Does everybody from Deland know when other people are from Deland? Like, you, can you look at somebody and say, yeah, that guy's from Deland? Because I can look at people from St. Augustine and say, yeah, that person was born here. Well, well Deland people. <laughs> you can. Deland people let me know when they're coming up a lot of times. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they, they want parking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, there so you go. So they're like, hey, we're coming up to see this. And, you know, it's such and such as son. I mean, he's a pretty young dude. I, mean, I think he's early. 20s um, but he's talented talented there's talented. a lot of talent that comes out of the land I'm just it, gonna say that it's a it's a it's a cool music town it really really is wow yeah yeah okay if you say so no, it, uh, <laughs> I mean no, they, they, I mean Stetson like oh, Stetson, people, yeah. people people pick on Flagler a lot of times but there's a lot of talent that comes out of Flagler that stays in St. Augustine Stetson's the same way a lot of people go to Stetson they fall in love with the town and it it, it creates a lot of great talent that comes in. So, mm. uh, you know, that, that culture sprung from a lot of Stetson and not from the pig farms, just so we're clear about where that comes from. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very clear. <laughs> All right. Well, if you need to p- keep your pig farm cool, mm. at least your barn house, <laughs> you Call our friends at Griffin Home Services. They uh, specialize in AC, plumbing, and electrical services, plus unique offerings like standby generators, water softeners, and gas work. They're the home of the free service call and upfront quotes. You can experience fast, friendly, and affordable service seven days a week. Give them a call 904-500-2653 or visit griffinservice.com and see the Grifferance. Uh, we've got a Florida man front. Yes. (laughs) This one is pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Has to do with the Mile High Club. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. We get these every now and then. A lot of them seem to be Florida men. A lot of Florida man Mile High Club stories. Mm. I didn't know it was a Florida man. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dang it. So, uh, (laughs) we will tell you about that right after we tell you about our friends at Fidus Roofing. Hurricane season is over, but uh, that means now is the best time to get your roof inspected so that you can uh, uh, document any damages and get those fixed before we get back into hurricane season. Still had some storms out. It doesn't really seem like hurricane season ever ended, but it officially did end, and we're about to get back into it here in just a few months. Uh, So, make sure you check on your roof. So important. Uh, give them a call, 904-355-ROOF. They do pavers. All right. Yeah. All right, Stoydom Florida Man Friday brought to you by Chris Lucero Bail Bonds again. Um, Florida Man tried to get flight attendants to join the Mile High Club on a, of course it was a spirit flight. Mm. Of course it was a spirit flight, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> In an incident on a Spirit Airlines flight from Louisville to Orlando, a passenger, James Finnis. Huh? Louisville. 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 You gotta say it with a marble. You gotta act like your tongue went numb. Yeah, okay. Let me try this again. In a disturbing incident on a Spirit Airlines flight from Louisville Uh to Orlando. (laughs) So close. Yeah, I I tried. I tried. I tried. tried. A for effort. (laughs) You nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Passenger James Finister. Old Sinister Finister. (laughs) (laughs) Was arrested following a dispute and inappropriate behavior. According to a federal criminal complaint, uh, Finister's actions on flight 690 Mm. Uh, included making 
unwelcome advances towards flight attendants and expressing undue interest in the aircraft's cockpit. Oh, interesting. Okay. Words of choice there. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a lot like our story he's, yesterday where there's a going, lot of words in there that you can... He was going for his interview to the Oscar Mayer... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. He was flying out to the Wienermobile. <laughs> right. The complaint details that Finister propositioned an, uh, the lead flight attendant, inviting, him, uh, inviting her to join the Mile High Club. Oh. I'm sure she's had plenty of opportunities to do that with people who are... Not this guy. Right. A term referring to engaging in sexual acts while on board an aircraft. His inappropriate behavior escalated when he physically grabbed a second female flight uh-huh. attendant. That's where it really, really crosses the line. the barrier. Yep. yep. Pulling her towards his seat and uh, repeating the same proposition. Oh, uh, you can't do this. Yeah. What is this guy thinking? Mm-hmm. Uh, sinister, finister. Sinister, finister. Sinister, finister. Mm-hmm. Raised concerns among the flight crew with his questions about accessing the plane's car. Cockpit. Yeah, why, why are we talking about the cockpit? Too much. It's a bathroom yeah. thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that. Right. Yeah. Everybody does know that. It's a bathroom or a, or a covers thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> this <laughs> They don't have blankets on spirit. No. <laughs> no well, you got to bring your own blanket. Yeah. You got to bring your own blanket. For that. Yeah. yeah. This behavior, uh, particularly in the heightened security environment of air travel, they say, added to the distress caused by his actions. Upon landing at Orlando International Airport, Orlando police officers confirmed Confronted Sinister Finister. <laughs> in his interaction with police, he confessed to his actions on the flight. Finister also mentioned that he had consumed several shots um, of alcohol prior. Shot, 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 <laughs> yeah, shot. that's the song he was listening gotta, to. Yeah. Still got to keep your hands to yourself there, yeah. Sinister. Uh, he just, oh, he says myself. it was his first flying experience. So uh, this is such a. Yeah, he this is. A chaperone. Okay. Got too drunk. Well, he's he with spirit. Right, you're right. He did this <laughs> all wrong. Not the way to go as a rookie. No. He did this all wrong. I don't even know if they have seatbelts, they have like a rope. <laughs> Have <laughs> camping chairs yeah. in there? Is that even bolted to the ground? Yeah. Finister is now facing federal charges for interfering with the performance of flight crew duties, which is a serious offense given the importance of flight safety and crew authority. Oh. During his recent court appearance, the judge allowed him conditional release from custody with the requirement that he attend future court dates. Mm-hmm. Stay away from the tequila there, big yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 Hansy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to cost you a lot of money. Woo. Those were some expensive shots. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah and the most expensive Spirit Airlines ticket yeah. ever purchased. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to make a joke about, like, well, he probably thought they didn't make a whole lot, too. He was trying to, you know, proposition them that way, but... He, this guy just sounds like <laughs> right, right, right. This yeah. guy just sounds like a good mess. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of stuff going on in his life. I, yeah. My yeah. little therapy. Yeah. Sinister, finister. He's on a no fly list after his first flight. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, geez, that's not how you do it. Well, uh, don't go on the trains yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the bus. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just stay, stay home. Stay home. Yeah. Good idea. Stay in Louisville. Yeah. Go to church. All right, man. The Florida Department of Transportation District 2 is holding two critical meetings regarding the replacement of the seawall along A1A from the bridge lines to Charlotte Street. That's interesting. These meetings are part of the Project Development and Environment Study, which is focused on evaluating alternatives for replacing existing seawall, that existing seawall, that's nearing the end of its service life. Okay, I'm I'm super confused. The bridge aligns to Charlotte. To Charlotte, that doesn't, yeah. 
That's what it says. Yeah. Along from the Bridge of Lions to Charlotte Street. That makes it like a forced field. Yeah. Well, we're not going to be able to drive on Avenida anymore. (laughs) Build a wall. Yeah. I mean, this could be a type. uh, This could be just somebody who wrote the story that just doesn't. The area. So it's Bridge of Lions, like almost to the fort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what they should have went with. Okay. (laughs) Because. Charlie Street's over here. Right. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, let's see. To ensure community involvement and feedback, FDOT has arranged for both virtual and in-person meetings. So you should check this out online if you can't be there in person. Details on participation. The virtual meeting going to be Tuesday, January 23rd, with a no in-person option available. Link to register is at uh, citystaynog.com. Uh, the virtual open house, 5.30 to 6 p.m. A presentation and public comment period begins at 6 p.m. The listen-only option is available at 877-309-2071, so you can call in on the phone and just hear what's going on. That audio access code will be 304-978-247. I'm sure everybody will remember that. 247. And the in-person meeting happening Thursday, January 25th. There's going to be an open house from 4 to 6 p.m. A presentation and public comment period begins at 6 p.m. And the location... Uh, will be at City Hall, Alcazar Room, 75 King Street, uh, St. Augustine. Public comments can be submitted during both meetings. Emailed to FDOT Project Manager Daniel Peniman. Peniman. Oh. Daniel Peniman. At Daniel.Peniman at dot.state.fl.us. Good one. Everybody's going to remember that one, too. Somebody go and take notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'll remember Finister. Yeah, yeah always. <laughs> they'll remember Finister for sure. <laughs> or you can uh, mail those to FDOT's District 2 office. All comments, regardless of the method of submission, will be given equal consideration, they say. The deadline for comments to be included in the formal record is February 5th, 2024. So there you go. Be a part of that and figure out more about what it's about. The seawall ending the end of it, nearing the end of its life, they say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Troy, how do you want to hit the comments, man? I'm going to fight my way through the findings of our fabulous friends. Mew! F yeah. All right. <laughs> As you do that, I'll remind everybody that Bates, Hewitt, and Floyd sets the standard that your home is more than a house. It is where your memories are made. They provide peace of mind and insurance to protect your biggest investments. Having a reliable local insurance agency like Bates, Hewitt, and Floyd with over 40 years of experience in homeowners, auto, commercial, and benefits can be a valuable asset in navigating the unpredictable insurance market. They have the experience to help you find the right coverage for your needs. Christie is readily available at their St. Augustine office, conveniently located in South Park right across from uh, the UF hospital. Give them a call 904-794-5455 or visit them at 165 South Park. Sweet C. And then, of course, our great friends at Willow and Main Beauty Bar, your hair's best friend. If you are tired of looking tired, head over to Willow and Main. They can help with that. Feeling like your hair's in a rut? Willow and Main is your hair hut. Not sure where to fix your frame? Take your mug to Willow and Main from classic highlights to hair extensions. Whether your hair is oily, crunchy, curly, straight, limp, or a little bit of a wimp, they'll whip it and clip it into shape. Don't let a hair emergency stress you out. Give them a call today. Book your next appointment. Uh, check out their latest specials on their Instagram at Willow and Main Beauty Bar. And Dudes, Men's Day is Wednesday. Great people at Willow and Main. 
What you got, Troy? Yeah, they are. All right. Um, so it's MLK weekend, so it's going to be a long weekend. We won't be here on Monday. Correct. Um, and uh, some people are requesting that Jerry come back with the chopper, <laughs> but I, I don't know if Jerry's. We've know, heard that if a his lot. court case is off. Or <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Um, you know, there was also. You know, I heard there might be a, a new carousel coming in town. Yeah, uh, well, so. I saw this. Yeah, so saw I, pictures so, of this. So I didn't but it know. could this be a fictitious. joke on me. Yeah, yeah. It, it might, could be might be someone messing. With, that's why I was going to say. Right. Somebody I think it's somebody messing, messing with, with me. I actually okay. believe, believe that. Yeah. 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 Uh, not too much thank you, time. Justin Dolan, for the uh, stars. Appreciate that. And it seems like lunch was around twenty to twenty-five dollars is where people were at. But most people said just pack your own lunch. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's probably the best move. It's it's wild because it's getting just as expensive to buy lunch every day from the store as it is mm. to go out and eat lunch. Mm. It's just not a good spot. Yeah. All right. Um, Stortum Stat, Troy. All right. Uh, Stortum Stat, uh, 1904. Okay, my favorite year. 1904. 1904. That's mm. it. All right. Uh, Henry <laughs> Ford breaks the land speed record on mm. a frozen lake in Michigan. All oh, right. wow. You guys want to take a guess of what that land speed record was in 1904? 120 miles an hour. 62 miles per hour. 30. All right. It was 91 miles an hour. You guys. Huh. You, wow. So somewhere between, somewhere between yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not too far off. Okay. All right. It was 91.37 miles an hour. The next month, it was broken in Norman Beach on the beach. Oh. Um, but this. Henry Ford had had two failed businesses uh, uh, before he did this. He got into the racing to kind of boost his, and he had just opened the Ford Company, which became one of the big three. So this is what launched Ford Motor Company in a lot of ways. He hadn't invented or created the assembly line at this point and some of those things to make it where it's lower cost. But it kind of made Henry Ford a household name. Hmm. Which made Henry Ford relevant in the car, the car uh, space, business world. So, mm-hmm. awesome. So, 1904 is when Henry Ford kind of made his chops. Interesting. Oh, right. uh, interesting guy. I mean, he he was not a not a friendly guy all the time either. So, really? Yeah. Will Barnes gave me a great book about Henry Ford. So, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um. All right. Well, that of course brought to us by. St. Augie's Pizza. Got to yep. get down there between Ribera and ML King. Get one of those Cuban pizzas or anything else they have. It's absolutely amazing. It's mm-hmm. delicious. It's my favorite pizza spot. It will be yours, too. St. Augie's Pizza right in between Ribera and ML King. Yeah. Um, what you got, Troy? There's wonderful people. And, and last night, we invaded uh, Augie's after Bollocks, and they were starting to put the chairs up and stuff like that. It was, no! it was one of those moments, but they were so friendly and just kind of put up with our chaos. Um, you know, we, we, we used the guilt. It was Blake's birthday. You know, okay. <laughs> of all right. Did Blake but have it, a good birthday yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I think, he, I think he had a great time uh, all day. And uh, just, uh, you know, like everyone have a, have a fun, long weekend, uh, MLK uh, weekend. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Davey, what you got for plugs? I just want to tell everybody to check out the St. Augustine Film Festival this weekend. We've got some incredible celebrities in town. I know at 3 o'clock today, we're going to be talking to some exceptional musicians. Awesome. Talking about immediate family documentary. I can't wait. Uh, this is like, you know, some J- Jackson Brown, uh, James Taylor, Carol King, uh, Linda Ronstadt, Phil Collins' people. I'm very excited okay. to dive in with Leland and Denny this afternoon. Very good. Uh, Clay, what you got? Uh, nothing much. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Davey and I'll talk to you at three. Bye-bye.